And you are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning here on Faith FM. You're joined by myself, Lawson. Got Nikita in the studio yes, with us do. as well. Got my good friend, Shell. Producer Shell. We, we went <laughs> swimming yesterday, Shell. How'd you go? How'd, how'd, you feel, how'd you feel about swimming? There was a group of us. There was a group of us who went swimming. How'd you feel about swimming? It was a hot day and some cool water. It Dude, was so refreshing. It was so nice. And it was actually funny because there were some sections in the pool where it was like, it was like cold, then hot, then cold, mm, then hot. Mm-hmm. I don't know really how that works. But all I know is like the sun was beaming, yeah. but the pool was cold. Yeah, so that's lovely. I just had my head down in that. Watching thing. you do forty laps, <laughs> <laughs> just just something light, something light, you know. Light, just, just some light to start off the day. I mean, I'd already swum that well, morning. I'm like, oh, okay, can I get to the end? I can I make it? Can I make it? <laughs> we, were, we were some of our colleagues as well who were because you know you like you were jumping in. You you just going easy. We were some of our colleagues who were really trying to take it seriously too, <laughs> and um, they were there like. What is wrong with you? Like, cause I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going. I'm just going for it. I love it. I love the pool, guys. You know, I'm, I'm, this is my swimming season mm. and I just want to encourage everyone, get in the pool, get it done, find a local pool, yes. go and swim. It is so refreshing in the morning. And hey, like I was tired after yesterday, you know, but just, just jumping in and just, just swimming around. It's good for our health. Mm. It's good, you know. Make sure you wash off the chlorine. Yes. So then swimming is also good for your skin too. And hair. Uh, and hair, that correct as well. But hey, it's, it's, it's summertime. Let's use the remnants. Well, it's not anymore. We've, we've oh, officially, awesome. we have officially come out of summer. Use the remnants of this hot weather to get into the pool while yes. you can. And still go in the cold weather too, because that's fantastic. Absolutely. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. Let's have our next quiz question. You guys have been a bit light today on the answers. Hey, this is your penultimate opportunity, and then Mm. your final opportunity will be up soon as well. So get in for our prizes. Yes. What is our second last quiz question for today? This one is a multiple choice. Mm -hmm. When Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended on him like a A, dove. Mm-hmm. B, ray of light, C, feather, or D, bolt of lightning? Mm. Hey, if you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669, that is the number to text. Do you want to give us those answers again? Can do. When Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended on him like a A, dove, B, ray of light, C, feather, or D, bolt of lightning? Absolutely. Hey, guys, these are really, they're prizes that you want. They're, they're amazing. They're awesome books. Getting into the book of John, fantastic as devotionals mm. as well. When you wake up in the morning, crack them open, get some insight about how it is that God is with us. This is incredible. I just have to do some fact-checking fact on you, Lawson. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said um, first day of autumn officially was not true. It's the 20th. What? what? It's always, but yeah, but Australians traditionally call it the first day of the month rather than the, but it, yeah, it's it's never actually the first day of the month. It's the 20th of, 20th of March is when the official season changes. Are you serious? <laughs> I am serious. <laughs> I thought it was always on the change of the month. No, yeah. No. Are yeah. you fr- is this common knowledge? Like, does everyone know this? I don't know if it's str- yeah. Can you guys am I, am I dumb? A- like, am I? Am <laughs> no, I? Because we used to always did, have. Did like, you know? Did no, you, no, didn't, you didn't know Nikita. No, we used to at Maitland Church. They have the best spring service. Mm. Shout out Maitland! Mm. But they always have it like at the beginning of September, even though 
Spring and you were sitting there like, like oh, why are they come on, so guys. Early? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm like, I Googled it then too. And then I said it to, I said it to a couple of them. They're like, what? I'm, There's I've no been, way. I've, I feel <laughs> like I've been educated to know that it's like, it's like, like December, January, February. That is summer. Yes. From the beginning to the end of that period of time. Nope, 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 nope. No. No. And the seasons start on like some <laughs> random day. I think that just culturally that's when you guys just say that's when it is. But officially that's not when it is. Officially according to who? Is this like an American thing? Does all the <laughs> Look it up. Does everyone in America know this? Is this like does everyone in America I, I know? I think that they're slightly different there because yeah, I don't think that the dates line up exactly. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I, I get, you're you're looking it up. I mean, I trust you, Shell. I can see that uh, you know I'm I'm looking at your computer screen from. Afar oh no, uh, back I trust Shell as well, but I also want to see what the other seasons are like because yeah. I don't want my birthday to be a lie. I'm a winter baby. Yeah. I know that. I, oh, okay, but if you're in the middle of it, then that's fine. But are you on the edge? No, I am. Um, like June, kind June, of thing, so middle. Kind oh, of okay. So you're June, a winter baby. You're not. You're I am a winter not baby. Not a winter no, baby. But still, at the same time, I always like to make fun of spring being the whole menstrual cycle of all seasons. Yeah. Because oh. <laughs> you never know what you, what you're gonna get. Okay. This. This. Uh, <laughs> This conversation got incredibly female. I'm, uh, I, you know, we're in the studio this morning. We're getting it done. You are listening to the breakfast show here. Listeners, did on you know that? Faith oh, we want to know. Does everybody know? Yeah, that yes. I, I did not know this. Hey, let us know when you found this out. This amazing revelation. Again, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to text. You're listening to the breakfast show. Here on faith, here on here on faith. <laughs> Bang. Wayne. Wayne writes in Shell. April's Fool's Day is another month away. Check it out. I'm right, everybody. I know I'm right. Are you are you gaslighting us this morning? Is this, what what is going on here? This is this is Dali. Oh, hey, and Ron sexed in as well regarding your yes. segment. He says, "What if the exoskeleton will make some people even lazier?" That that actually throws my mind back to one of my favorite films as a kid. Really? It's called Wall-E, yes. and it's like where they all get on a ship to leave Earth because the Earth's like destroyed by global mm. warming, and then they all like lay down on beds twenty four seven. They yeah. all get really overweight. But I sincerely believe this isn't the application of yeah. these legs. It's actually to train you to be able to walk on your own, not Absolutely. just like like the videos without it. That yeah. I watched. Um, with the exoskeletons, they actually had people um, on either side of um, the mm. um, paralyzed person, and like it's a lot of effort. You get, you actually see, even with the crutches, there's a ton of effort moving forward um, with the person. So mm. I don't think it really actually increases laziness, um, even for people who are injured. Mm. I think that could possibly even a stretch still walking on something that you really should be mm. enabling to rest. Mm-hmm. But as for people who want to walk and everything like that, it's not necessarily a, um, we have that as a regular daily basis. We're very blessed to be able to do that. And yeah. these people aren't necessarily able to have that. So I don't think it's laziness. I think it's actually a lot of diligence and, um, effort that goes yeah. into that. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's fantastic. And, you know, it's seen as some training wheels that come off. Hey, we've also got a text <laughs> in here from Chris. He said, is April Fool's Day on the 20th as well? You know, is this, <laughs> is that, is April Fool's Day, is every holiday cyclical and not at the beginning of, you know, on the Ooh. day that where they're supposed to be? You know, I guess, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm we need to Google this. Yeah. I, th- Conspiracy I don't theory. even, I don't even know if I trust Google anymore. Oh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> 
this is this is intense. Like, but hey, whatever. Let's get into the Bible. Yes. You know what never changes? <laughs> the Word of God. Amen. It, it is solid. It is our firm foundation. Let's get into the Bible, and we're considering. Jesus is speaking mm. of a firm foundation as our priest. You know, we've been looking yes. at him as a Messiah, and I think his role as the Messiah is encapsulated in in many of his different activities and the things that he does. And one of those activities, or one of those I, identifying uh, markers of Jesus, is that he is our high priest. Yes. He calls himself a, you know, uh, or the Bible, you know, refers to him as a priest as well. Mm-hmm. And there's a particularly interesting chapter in. Hebrews 7, where it quotes the Psalms, talking about him as the priest in after the order of yes. Melchizedek. We'll jump into Hebrews 7 after. I want to start by reading Psalm 110. Okay. So we're going to start there. Psalm 110. Do you want to start in verse 1? Let's, let's, just, let's just begin in verse 1 and just make our way through. Sounds good. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of your strength out to Z- out of Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Mm. Your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power, in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning. You have the dew of your youth. The Lord has sworn and you will not relent. You are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Mm. The Lord is at your right hand. He shall execute kings in the day of his wrath. You shall judge among the nations. He shall fill the places with dead bodies. He mm. shall execute the heads of many countries. He shall drink of the brook by the wayside. Therefore, he shall lift up the head. Yeah, wow. Hectic stuff here. This is very Messiah-focused, this mm. passage, this psalm. It's powerful. It's Just starting off here, the Lord said to my Lord, Yahweh said to my king. Oh, this is this is powerful. So we're going to unpack this right now. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Connect with us on 0491-064-669. Now, this is David mm. writing this psalm, and it begins here, The Lord said to my Lord. Yes. And you can see in, in your Bible, the first Lord there, L-O-R-D, with uh, in capital letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm reading from the New King James here. Yep. The Lord Yahweh said to my Lord, and now that Lord in my Bible is L and then like lowercase yes. O-R-D. Uh, so it's, it's, like, it's like saying Yahweh or you know, Jehovah or mm-hmm. however you want to pronounce Y-H-W-H, mm-hmm. which is the, the name of God. Yahweh said to my king. Yes. The Lord said to my Lord. Now it's David who's writing this. Mm. Uh, this is a psalm of David, you know, during the time of his kingship. Um, but here he is prophetically talking about the Messiah's reign. Yes. And he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Yahweh said to my king. Sit, and so this is, this is a conversation between, well, God, God himself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you've got the Father, you know, in heaven. Operating yep. as the Father, you know, and you've got Jesus, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Mm. Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies a footstool. The Lord shall send a rod and strength and desire, a rule um, in the midst of your enemies. And this is incredibly, you know, seeing because we then we then see Jesus recontextualize this verse. You know, I think David yes. receiving this is thinking of military conquest. And I think many of the many of the uh the Jews when Jesus came at that time they were looking for a Messiah who would enable military conquest. Mm. Uh, but 
we see Jesus recontextualize this as the kingdom of heaven overcoming the kingdom of darkness, essentially. Yeah. Um, your people, sorry. It's actually really cool. Sorry. Um, the very fact like sit at my right hand again is mentioned. There's a ton of, um, verses that actually talk about like sit at my right hand. Jesus is the one that is sitting at the right hand of God and, that enables us to have that um, beauty, the imagery of Jesus actually having that close connection. He's on the right-hand side mm. of God. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's it's reflecting, you know, who Jesus is and his role mm. as, you know, as a, as a, a co-eternal member of the Godhead yes. with life unborrowed, mm-hmm. having this interaction role with yeah. humanity. It says then, this is this is a powerful verse. This is mm. very insightful, this yes. next one. Your people shall be volunteers. Mm-hmm. This is, we're talking a thousand years before the destruction of Jerusalem, before essentially the Jews relinquishing their, you know, the, the gospel spreading to the Gentiles as a mm. result of, uh, the gospel was always going to go to the Gentiles. Yes. But we also know what's made clear, particularly from the prophecy of Daniel chapter 9, mm. it talks about the probation of the, the, the Jews, the probation of Israel yep. and God's people, that if they didn't accept the Messiah, mm. their their role as the sole prop- proprietors of the message, you know, and of the blessings of God and, and being that light to the world that they were would yeah. be relinquished. Mm. And we saw that happen when Jesus died on the cross. You know, the, yes. the veil was torn in two. It mm-hmm. brought an end to sacrifice. No longer was there need for a temple. Yeah. But then furthermore, at the stoning of Stephen, mm. the first Christian martyr, the death of a follower of God, the, the complete rejection of Israel. Yes. Um, you know, as in, and the Jews and Judaism of God, mm. that it was there then. Immediately, what followed is the gospel going to the Gentiles. Yes. And not only spreading to the Gentiles, but then being spread by the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And we see here, your people shall be volunteers. Again, and we're talking recontextualizing this. What did, what did it look like for the, the Lord, you know, Jesus to vanquish mm. his enemies uh, or, you know, to bring an end to, to, to rule? In the midst yes. of his enemies, it's mm-hmm. establishing the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. And we see that it is volunteers who live up to that. It's you and it's me. It's, mm-hmm. We're not born into a lineage yeah. of, uh, of, of the Jews or the Israelites or whatever that we've, you know, we've under that, uh, covenant or those promises mm. of land and descendants given to them. We're under the, the everlasting covenant given mm. from the beginning of time that sin would be brought to an end and God would use people yes. to spread the message. You know, we're responding to the Great Commission as disciples of Jesus. We're choosing out of our own volition to yeah. continue moving forward in That's this right. relationship with God to be able to actually reach out to yeah. other people. Despite our background and, yes. and whatnot. Your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power and the beauties of your holiness from the womb of the morning. Beautiful stuff there. Mm. Uh, you have the dew of your your youth. Now, this is the next part here. There's a particular focus for us today. Mm. Verse 4. The Lord has sworn and will not relent. You are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Okay. Who is Melchizedek? Do you, do you know who Melchizedek is? I actually is? don't know who Melchizedek okay, is. Okay, great. Let's let's learn about who Melchizedek is, Nikita. Yes, please. Uh, from the book of Genesis. Uh, do you know the story of the four kings versus the five kings? Hey, and Abraham working in the, in that 
in that story. So it's a really interesting story about how essentially Sodom and Gomorrah, where Lot is living, gets yeah. attacked. Now this is this is you know in the in ex uh, sorry Genesis I should say you know you can read Abraham's story. Mm-hmm. The 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 people living in the valley, including the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah and whatnot, they get attacked by the I believe it's the Edomites yep. or uh, or the Elamites. It, it's a well, it's essentially a coalition of traveling conquering kings. They mm-hmm. get attacked and they get fully plundered. Yep. and fu- and what also gets plundered is people, and one of those people to get plundered is Lot. Abraham's yeah, uh, Abraham's gotcha. nep- nephew. Mm-hmm. Now Abraham at this time is living up, you know, more in the hilly region. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's not in the plains yeah. with with Lot, and he hears about this happening, and he takes a small band of men, yes, uh, a small band of servants, to come with him to go and attack like this hundred thousand strong. Uh, group that has yep. plundered Sodom and Gomorrah. They go on attack and they actually win. They go by night and it's like amazing military strategy. Yes. It's the hand of the Lord that's with them. Mm-hmm. And they win this conquest and they're able to, you know, not only rescue all the people, including Lot, but mm-hmm. also take all the plunder as well. Yep. The first thing that Abraham does with this plunder is meet up with this guy named Melchizedek. Okay. Who the Bible says is the king and the high priest. He's the king of Salem mm-hmm. and the high priest of God. And it's so random. Yeah. Like, it's super random. Like, you're reading the story and you're like, king of Salem, which is short for Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and furthermore, high priest of God. And it's like, wait a second. At this time, like, there is no priest. Like, this is... Hundreds of years before Moses and Levi and Aaron, well, Moses and Aaron, and then, well, that you've, well, this is a bit before, you know, because it would be, uh, it would be Abraham's great grandchildren Mm -hmm. who, and, you know, Levi would be one of them. And then they would go into captivity and then they would come out of captivity, the 12 tribes, including the Levites. And then it would be the establishing of the, of the Levites as the, as, you know, the, priestly class and mm. particularly the sons of Aaron who would represent the the priesthood right yep. the rest of the levites were participating in being you know social workers and whatnot mm-hmm. in the nation of Israel so and an amazing system yep. but you had the sons of Aaron specifically the sons of Aaron from the tribe of Levi mm. who were to be the priesthood yet Melchizedek is a high priest of God Hundreds of years before before this, it's established. and there's just huge questions surrounding this. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. Where has he come from? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Book of Hebrews sheds lights on this, and I think I I want to preemptively say that Salem existed as a place uh, beforehand, and in Salem, you know, there was this guy. He was the king. He was Melchizedek. Yeah. And we know that, for example, um, Moses's father-in-law Jethro, he was also. A priest. Yes. We know that God was working in some capacity in places outside of the lineage of Abraham. Mm. Because it's from the lineage of Abraham that then we get Israel yes, and the Jews and whatnot. But we know that God was working in some capacity outside of that. Mm-hmm. And there would have been potentially some common knowledge about this. That's why Abraham was so willing to follow the call of God. You know, that Yahweh shows up and is like, hey, come out of your city. You know, I'm going to establish you as a nation. And he is so willing to do so. Now, we come to Hebrews chapter 7, starting in verse 1. Do you want to read that? 
Uh, let's read mm. verse 1 to 3. Verse 1 to 3. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. For this uh, Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being translated king of righteousness, and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, remains a priest continually. Oh, okay. Who is this guy, Melchizedek? This is very interesting. We're going to get into who this guy is, what he's about, how Jesus is like him. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Be joined by myself, Lawson, and Nikita as well. Hey, we are going to get into our final quiz question, guys. This is it for the week. The final quiz question for this week. Get your answers in to win our amazing prizes, God With Us and God For Us by Mm -hmm. James W. Gilly. Hey, give that question to us. Okay. In Proverbs 24, what is sweet to the taste as knowledge is sweet to the soul? Ah, okay. This kind of makes me hungry. Hey, Mm -hmm. 0491064669. What is sweet to the taste as knowledge is sweet to the soul, according to Proverbs 24-0491-064-669. That is the number to text. All right. I, I, I've kind of raced through that because I really want to yes. get back to this Bible study. We also, we can see there's a bunch of people texting here with different information about mm-hmm. swimming and we've been talking about the seasons as well. Yes. We'll get to it. But hey, I really want to close mm. off this Bible study on Hebrews chapter 7. Curious. Okay, because, okay, when you read, it gives this description of Melchizedek mm. in chapter 7 and verse 3. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, remains a priest continually. What does this sound like to you? Well, to me, it kind of sounds very similar to that of Jesus, even though he was born from the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it, I don't know. So is it <laughs> like? And so it's like: is this a is, is this a carnation in incarnation of Jesus? Is this mm. what? Well, like, what's what's going on here? It's <laughs> it's tough. Hey, you I, tell I me. love that you're in here, Nikita, <laughs> and, you're, and you're learning about this this with us. It's really because cool. it, it is really like it, it causes people to question a lot. And I've I know people, or I've heard people who assert they're like, yeah, Melchizedek must be like a previous incarnation of jesus or like jesus showing up as like an angel or something like that but you know as a high priest you know mm. like and because uh, we know that there was times where well abraham was met by like the lord and two yes. of his angels but he identifies melchizedek differently you don't see necessarily that level of, of reverence and yeah, whatnot there no. is he pays a tithe mm-hmm. to him r- acknowledging him as a priest that yes. deserves because the tithe is prayed to the Given to the priesthood, mm-hmm. but but there, yeah. What's going on here now? What is important to consider about this? The next section from four to ten talks about essentially the Le- Abraham mm-hmm. having the seed of the priesthood because Levi would eventually come yes. from him, and the Levites and the sons of Aaron, mm-hmm. um, and Melchizedek not being in that line. But then we come to verse eleven, and this is where we're going to pick it up. Do you want to read for us? 11 to 13. 11 to 13 can do. Therefore, if perfection were through the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, 
What further need was there that another priest should rise according to the order of Melchizedek、mm. and not be called according to the order of Aaron? For the priesthood being changed of necessity, there is also a change of the law.、Mm. For he of whom these things are spoken belongs to another tribe from which no man has officiated at the altar.、Mm. This gets to the heart of one of the most important aspects of. Of priesthood,、mm. when you're when you're standing, and especially consider the book of Hebrews as well. Yep, the book of Hebrews was written primarily to the Hebrew or the Jewish audience.、Mm. This this was the this was the point of the book of Hebrews to convince Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. Yeah. Yet earlier in the book, you have called him the high priest. Was、yes. Jesus a Levite? No. No. He was a Jew. Yeah, Jesus was a Jew. He wasn't a Levite. So how then can Jesus be a priest if he's not a Levite? This is a massive、True. question. This would be incredible if you went to a Jew at this time. You、yeah. said Jesus is our high priest. The immediate question back is: Is Jesus in the line of Levi?、Yeah. And the response back to that is: No, Jesus is a Jew.、Yeah. And they would say, Well, then how could Jesus be a high priest?、Mm. This is the point. That the Bible is making when it says of Melchizedek, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, remains a priest continually. Considering that line, without father, without mother, without genealogy, it's、yep. because none of his background related in any way. By the way, I believe that Melchizedek was a man. Like,、yes. he, I don't believe Melchizedek was God, no,、uh, or Jesus, or incarnate, or whatever it may be. This whole chapter is regarding how it is that Jesus can be a high priest,、mm. and he's a high priest. The Bible says in the after the order of Melchizedek, because Melchizedek was a high priest without being a Levite.、Very、His、true. line was not under the line of Abraham. He、mm. didn't come. You know, it, come, it talks about coming from the loins <laughs> of Abraham, like coming from his like literal genetic seed,、yeah. and then being a part of the line of Levi.、Mm. Melchizedek was a high priest without being from this line, and then this is this is the powerful verse right here, verse fourteen. You want to read that for us? Can do. For it is evident that our Lord arose from Judah, of which tribe Moses spoke nothing concerning priesthood. Yes.、Mm. So this is, he's starting to bring his thought together here. He's saying, the Lord Jesus、mm. comes from Judah. Moses spoke nothing of priesthood. Yes, from Judah. Yet, how is he a high priest? Continue reading. Can do in verse fifteen. It says, "And it is yet far more evident if, in the likeness of Melchizedek, there arises another priest who has come not according to the law of a fleshly commandment, but according to the power of an endless life." Yes, Jesus came in the likeness of Melchizedek. In what way? Not that Melchizedek was God. But that he was a high priest whom God raised up、mm. outside of the genealogy of the Levites, outside of the loins of Abraham. Now, Jesus would come from the loins of Abraham. Jesus would come from the line of David. He would、mm. come from the line of Judah.、Yep. He would, you know, he and that was specifically like Abraham's purpose.、Mm-hmm. But despite not being, uh, from being a Levite, yeah, he was still a priest. In fact, he had the most. He had he had the most right to being called a priest.、Mm. Um, and do you want to continue reading in verse seventeen? Can do, for he testifies 
You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. According to the order of Melchizedek, or the way of Melchizedek, mm. that God can rise up priests outside of the Levites, yes. of which Jesus is one of them. He came in the way, in the likeness of Melchizedek, mm. having not a genealogy, because we know Jesus' genealogy. Yes. Having no, you know, even though we know also he's from the beginning of time, he is mm-hmm. God incarnate, but also we know he's like literal genealogy. You know, he was born to the Virgin Mary, who, yep. whose father was this and father, you know, like we Original know. Original in Matthew there. That's right. In, in both Matthew and Luke, we mm-hmm. know both the genealogy of Joseph and Mary, mm. their line, where they come from, you know, who they are. Uh, but like Melchizedek, in terms of his claim to the priesthood, it does not come from his genetic status or mm. his genealogical status, but rather the his claim to the priesthood comes from his selection as priest by God being God. It's a delightful thing about the Bible. Some things sound so random, but it's actually there for a purpose. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And the good, the, the, the amazing news from this mm. is that, you know, Jesus being our high priest you know, being our savior, being our Messiah, functioning as the person, because the high priest's job ultimately was to represent us to God. Mm. And that's what the priesthood really did. It They were our, the representatives of, they would take the sinful blood of the lamb that you've confessed yes. on, you know, they would take that in before God. They would represent mm. us. They would intercess for us. That is what Jesus is doing for you today. He is standing as your high priest mm. in heaven, representing you to God as God, Amen. as the sacrifice. It's it's beautiful. It's amazing. This is who Jesus is. He is our high priest, not coming from a lineage of high priests, but being the very one who established the high priest, mm. the high priest forever and ever. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Joined by myself, Lawson, got Nikita in the studio, yes. as well as producer Shell. And right now, hey, no more answers, no more questions, nothing but Spinning the wheel. Yes. So let's go. Let's spin that wheel. Who's it going to be? Who's it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations to Jacob for winning the prize this week. God with us and God for us. We'll send that one out to you. Thank you for playing yes. the quiz, getting in with some answers. You have been blessed this morning uh, with amazing prizes and and we'll send those ones through to you hey let's get through some answers here i I, I lied we are doing some answers (laughs) hey let's get through some answers here so in the book of matthew what did satan want jesus to turn the stones into during the temptation bread yes yes bread and he didn't jesus didn't jesus didn't i think this is a powerful story because like the point of the temptations against jesus you know and it really shows how Jesus experienced sin and temptation. Mm. Jesus wasn't tempted to just like, oh, commit adultery. Like he mm. he was above that, you could yes. say. You know. His temptations really revolved around the you know, the things that brought him the most difficulty and whatnot. Mm. And that is to not use his innate divine power to give himself an advantage as a human. Yes. In order that he could live the human experience mm-hmm. and die having never sinned. Yeah, um, giving salvation to all people, showing that hey, despite being because he was he was born, you know, in a body from mm. Mary, you know, he was he was born. He had the you could say the, the the body of sin or the effects of sin, but he was he was born 
born again. He never mm-hmm. sinned. He he lived the perfect and righteous life, and yes. and he showed. He made clear. He demonstrated. He hey. removed his righteous robe and then took on our filthy robe for yeah. thirty three years while he was on the earth. Yeah, that's right. But he relied constantly on on God, on God and and uh, lived the perfect life. It's mm. it's powerful. And, Absolutely. And yeah. So his temptation was, hey, use your divine power to save yourself. And he said no. Mm-hmm. Amen. Powerful stuff. So as discussed in yesterday's Bible study, there was a young musical man in David's court that penned the 89th Psalm and whose wisdom Solomon's was compared to. What was his name? His name was Ethan. Yes. Ethan, the Ezraite, which is really cool. I'm like, I'm like yeah. I know. I have a friend named Ethan. He studies with me here. He's like a really musical guy. I'm like, hey, you're just taking after your biblical yeah. namesake. <laughs> you know, that's pretty sick. That's a calling there. Mm. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness. You shall establish in the very heavens. Found in Psalm 89. Yeah, same, Psalm 89 again. Powerful stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your faithfulness you shall establish in your very heavens. Yes. And when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended on him like a... A dove. Yes. Man, that was some hectic lightning last <laughs> night. Actually, I was just looking it at photos. Beautiful. I was looking at photos from Shell Sun of like trees being knocked down and taking mm. out power lines at, the, at their place. Yeah, it was gnarly. But at one point, I was, we were sitting... I was standing in Kurumong. It would have mm. been like 9 o'clock just watching the sky like just just lighting up it was it was crazy <laughs> hey hopefully no one got hit but I, yeah we know that there was some power out there was some power lines down and, yes. and whatnot but and yeah. then the final one in proverbs 24 what is sweet to the taste as knowledge is sweet to the soul honey do you like honey i do you like honey do you like honey shell it's growing on me. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a huge honey guy. I love maple syrup. Maple. Uh, I'm the same. I'm maple the same. syrup is the bomb. But honey is also fantastic as well. Absolutely. I just love having it with um the. Oh, what are they called again? Crumpets. There yeah, we go. I had yeah, croissants classic. in my head, but I was like, no crumpets. That is a class. <laughs> I, I would call it an Aussie breakfast. I think we inherited yeah. that from the <laughs> British, probably. Definitely, we inherited crumpets. But yes. like, but honey on crumpets. I wonder if they do that over there. I'm not sure, actually, because I remember um, being younger, you'd just lather it with butter and Nutella and then honey on one of the other ones. Mm. And I remember at some point doing it with Vegemite and my brother and I were just like, Oh, I love Vegemite and crumpets. I love Vegemite, but I prefer it on toast instead of crumpets. Okay. Fair enough. You can you can live that life. Hey, you got a few text messages mm. in. Chris writes in, he says, swimming and the importance of it. Yesterday, I was told when in panicked and when in a panic state, you only swim 10% of what you normally can. For example, if you can swim 100 meters when panicked, you can only swim 10 meters. This is so true yeah. because when you flail, you go so slow. True. When you swim, like the objective is to literally stay as flat as possible mm. and make and so you just glide and like just move the parts of your body that you need to move. Like you just move your ankles. You don't kick your whole legs up and down. Like you just move your ankles. You just like bring your arm over, you keep it as close close to the water as possible. You keep your body like straight and solid and then yeah. tilt a little bit. But yeah, this is absolutely true. Also, we got a text message in um, from, well, this is from uh, a, a random. We don't, we don't know who sent this in, but he gave us a link to a bomb article, uh, which, you know, bomb is our you know, Bureau of Meteorology from the government that says clearly, in Australia, <laughs> the seasons are defined by grouping the calendar months in the following way. Spring. September, October, November, summer, December, January, February, autumn, you know, March, April, May, winter, <laughs> June, July, August. 
What have you got to say about that, Shell? I like that they use the word defined rather than official because every other website that you go to says officially that it starts on the 20th. No <laughs> way. Yeah. No. So, yes. And I think Chris said that I, I'm thinking of the Equinox. Yes, of course I am because mm. that is the official. <laughs> no, no. It starts with the months, uh, the 12 months that were put in place and updated and different to previous historical calendars obviously dictate what happens it with the weather like you can't tell me any other way of course I can. yeah that's right <laughs> the australian government said so you are listening to the breakfast show here on faith fm and we have come to the end of the show it's flown by again each and every time this happens and it also really distresses me because I really love this show. Are you going to cry? <laughs> no. no okay. I'm like, oh, so, I'm like are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. And, uh, but, hey, no, we love our time on The Breakfast Show. Mm. We've come to the end of the week as well, so we won't be with you guys over the weekend, but there will be amazing programming yes. on Faith FM to keep up with. But, hey, what is our free giveaway for the end of the show? You don't uh, need to answer any questions to get this mm-hmm. one. All you need to do is just te- um, text in Jesus. Um, for this book called At Jesus' Feet. This is actually talking about a take of Mary Magdalene. So Doug Batchelor wrote this book, absolutely beautiful and fantastic. Mm. So he unveils the beauty of the gospel within the eyes of Mary's experience. Yeah. There's a subheading in this that says the gospel according to Mary Magdalene, and it is not the Gnostic gospel. It is looking at Mary Magdalene's experience as a broken struggling person mm. who is trying to learn from the feet of Jesus, who Jesus commends yes. for that very thing. So just text in the word Jesus and you will be able to receive this book. We'll send it out to you at Jesus' feet, the gospel according to Mary Magdalene written by Doug Batchelor. Highly recommend. Um, send it through. The first person who will do that will actually get the book. Absolutely. That number is 0491-064-669. You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. Thank you for joining us this morning. And hey, over this weekend, as you have Sabbath, as you rest, as you worship God, remember to talk faith, to live faith, and to act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.